Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode is a special Halloween edition and we are going over memorable movie deaths. So if you haven't seen any of the movies that you'll hear them mention, you might want to skip ahead because it's going to be major spoilers. Regardless, enjoy and have a happy Halloween. Well, hello, everyone. It's Tony the Movie Guy. This is a brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. And this is our special Halloween season episode. My favorite episode. And that was Miss Money Annie. Hello, everybody. Hello, Miss Money Annie. How are you? I'm terribly excited. That's right, and we're wearing our The Terror of Hallow's Eve t-shirts, which is a film coming out, I think, around now. Didn't from, you say November? That's right, from oh, one October, of our yeah. That's right, one of our guests that we've had on the show, Mr. Todd Tucker, who's this incredible makeup special effects artist and a director. He directed this film called The Terrors of Hallow's Eve, it was which is good. Creepy good. So check that out, you know. I'm sure it's coming uh, very soon. Um, okay, good. So yeah, this is our, our Halloween edition, and we picked like a topic that would be kind of macabre, because we already did uh, like quote-unquote horror movies last year. We did, and that was, uh, you know, my favorite, because I'm a big thriller horror movie buff. Tony, the movie guy, is not so much. It's not like my genre. No. Uh, there are classic horror movies I love, but yeah, you're a huge Halloween and horror fan. I right? am. This is my favorite season, guys. I'm sitting here with my uh, pumpkin spice Roybosch tea. That's and right. My... You brought your severed hand again and I your did. thing of fake blood. I did. She wants to do like photo ops afterwards. I plan on strangling me or something. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pouring blood all over me or something. Oh my oh. goodness. Actually, the fascination with Halloween in America is really strange to me. Uh, not in a bad way, but like I grew up in England and England. Halloween is all, all about the kids. It's all for kids, yeah. And, you know, it's really just that one day, you know, and trick-and-treating and, you know, dress up. Yeah. In America, it's like the entire month of October is oh a celebration. They have all these big events and shows and rides and, you know, corn mazes and all this kind of crazy stuff. Haunted and the, hayride, yeah. and Halloween the, horror nights. The adults are, like, even more obsessed about it than the children are, it seems. I mean, it's Los Angeles. It's where movies are made. Right. So they're going to make the most of, you know milking us for our money and now they even have a warner brothers thing that's open did you see that all about like the warner brothers studios they're trying to do like a universal halloween horror nights thing over oh, there Oh wow like, i didn't know there is so many things in this season that you could pay for to get your the bejesus scared out of you basically wow, yeah because you and uh, our good friend serena went to the universal mm-hmm. like halloween thing which was like a whole stranger things thing and oh so good you loved it right it was so scary and i was so tempted brilliant. but i chickened out oh it was oh you would have 
He depends. Well, people jumping out at me in costume, <laughs> I'm just going to punch them out of like impulse and reflex. I pretty much just cower behind Serena. So <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, good. Yeah. So for our macabre episode, we picked movie deaths. Yes, so, memorable movie deaths. Exactly. So we were going to do like gruesome. But again, as you said, I'm not the biggest horror buff, so I didn't really have enough. So I just thought, you know what? It's a macabre enough subject, so it's fitting for Halloween season. Memorable movie deaths. And I think we're going to have a good mixture. Of course, we'll have a, a fair share from horror films. Yes. But then there's going to be maybe cheesy ones or ones that just, for me, it's movie deaths that really had a huge impact. Yeah, on me. and they're very much, again, our uh, respective lists. There will right. be things missing. I, You know, as I was researching my lists, I rewatched clips, I was rewatching parts of movies, and I saw there's a lot that I haven't seen that are apparently very famous. But then, you know, I apologize, but I'm not going to mention something that I haven't seen. No, it's your list, it's and that's my list. okay. And again, I'm sure between our lists, which... Again, we'll go back and forth on. There'll be something fun for everyone to kind of enjoy. That yes. sounds really bad for movie deaths. But again, <laughs> these are movie deaths, so yeah. we can get away well, with this, We have this, enough right? horror, I'm sure, enough horror fans in our audience that, you know, someone will love this. That's right. Okay, well, let's kick it off. Of course, I will say, obviously, there's major spoilers ahead. Of course. Because we're talking about memorable movie death scenes in beloved films. Yes. So major spoilers be you know be warned with that yes um ladies first all right i'm going to go with one of my favorite horror movies let's see if mr tony langley can guess what it is oh don't put me on the spot i don't know the shining nope no oh i forgot that well, um, jack torrance man he freezes oh to gosh. death there you that go there's one off the bat <laughs> no scream oh drew barrymore <laughs> it's on my list stop so I have two from that film. Oh, okay. It starts with the famous opening scene uh, with Drew Barrymore. I mean, that movie death goes on for a 15 good... 15 minutes. Yeah, it's 20 minutes. And Do you like scary movies? <laughs> um, what's so brilliant about that scene is the taunting. I mean, she gets... It starts on the phone, you know, from the comment of, you know, I want to know who I'm talking to. What did you say? I want to know who I'm looking at. It's so creepy. Yeah, he says who I'm looking at. And, and then she, she realizes says, yeah, he can see exactly. it. And then he changes it to who I'm talking to. That's, that's right. That's not what you said. And yeah. then she starts freaking out. And it's out. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah. And that entire sequence, all the way to when it starts going off the rails, he's chasing her through the house. First, her boyfriend gets his throat slit in front of her outside at the pool. Right. And then she gets chased in slow motion, she gets slashed to pieces as she's calling her parents. It's and they so can rough. hear her. But then even worse, they come home and she's hanging from a tree. And like on her entrails, her entrails like hanging are out. literally pouring out of her body. And that's the introduction to <laughs> and then it Scream, goes, the movie. Scream, and yeah. it does, you know, it has the whole thing. I, I love that scene. I, yeah. I mean, that scene is obviously now classic. Yeah, and Scream was kind of, it reinvented the horror movie for the a new slasher. generation yeah. and kind of re reinvigorated everyone's interest in Correct. it. It was huge. I uh, actually loved Scream, as you know. Do you want me to give you the other scene from that movie? Yeah, or of do course, it? Okay. go ahead. And the next one, which is also in that film, is um, her, the, I forget the name of the character, the girl, the redheaded, uh, friend that's kind of ditzy who gets oh, stuck in the Charmed. cat door. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, you know, goes out to get beer and they do the whole thing. I'll be right back. He, she goes to get beer 
Um, oh, she's in the garage. She's right? in the garage. She turns around, drops the beer. He's there, and she thinks it's someone fu- fucking with her, basically. Right. And then he he slashes her arm, and she's they struggle. She puts up a really good fight, and then tries to get out through the cap door. Of course, he punches the button. It goes up and snaps her neck in half. That's right, and she's just hanging. She's just hanging there. And later on, obviously, Nev Campbell's character finds her. Yeah. But those two are my favorite in the whole scream. Um, you know, quad, what do you call it? Trilogy that's for quadrology. Well, for, yeah. Quadrology? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quadruple movies. Yeah, because I actually love the first and fourth one. Second and third are really bad, but right. I love the first and the fourth one. Yeah, the first one's a classic and those are great movie deaths. All right. Well, my first one is a classic and it's a classic horror movie. Janet Lee in Psycho. That was on my list. Stabbed to death in the shower by who you think is Norman Norma, Norman Bates's mother, Mom. but it's actually Norman, Norman Bates, Bates dressed up as his mother. Spoiler! Um, and then, of course, that has the whole... <laughs> and he used... What did he use? Like, syrup or something. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's in black, black and white. That Alfred scene... Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. It still, so, it still works so well. Oh, so, so well. spooky. You know, just that shadow in the shower. And that always... I remember, like, after I watched that, I remember how nervous I was taking a shower. <laughs> and my wife who always creeps on me in the shower, <laughs> still like torments me to this day. We don't need to know, Tony. So that's Psycho. That's, that's just brilliant. a classic and very memorable movie death scene. Yeah, it was absolutely on my list. Um, you're going to be proud of the next one that I have, which is Go for it. Silence of the Lambs. God, it wasn't even on my list. <gasps> I can't believe which it. Which one? The face bite of... Okay, oh my so God, yeah. he, he's in his little prison. There's two cops. He comes to get, they come to bring him dinner. And you this can is Hannibal see, Lecter. This is Hannibal Lecter. Obviously, Anthony Hopkins is Hannibal Lecter. And he's sitting there looking at them all creepy. He's talking to them. They bring him the food, the steak. He slowly eats it. There's like this music going. They walk it's out. Like opera. Yeah, yeah. And they walk back in. He manages to basically get, I don't think a key, but he, he gets something. It's like a pick or a pick, something or a fork And suddenly, or... the next thing you know, he's loose and he just runs at the cop and bites his face off. And then from there beats them to death and escapes. But that entire sequence is obviously one of the starts of the best sequence in the movie. Yeah, I mean, you're right. He kills several people in that scene Uh, and the entire sequence is incredible. And then that reveal when he actually had switched faces and put the cop's face on and then they took him out in the, the ambulance and then he gets up in the ambulance. It was like... Holy shit. And also I was so conflicted because you're rooting for him in a weird way. But the (laughs) thing that's so creepy to me in that scene is how he just opens his mouth real wide like lunch and goes for the guy's face. Well, he's a cannibal. Exactly. But there is where it really hits you and you're like, why am I not totally creeped out by this? But I kind of am. Yeah, that whole sequence is incredible. So that's a good, good pick. Okay, good. My next one is a total classic, Alien. John Hurt in Alien with the uh, the alien bursting out of his stomach during lunch. Yeah, Yeah, they're all having a meal. And, uh, you know, what's so great about that scene as trivia is Ridley Scott, the director, didn't tell the rest of the cast members what was going to happen. What? So their reactions when that alien bursts out of John Hurt's stomach is genuine. It's real. Because they were crazy. like, what the hell? And if you watch it, you can really see it on Sigourney Weaver and Tom Skerritt, everyone's face, because they didn't know that was going to happen. That's and genius. Yeah. So the chest burst from the alien is such a classic, yeah. memorable 
movie death scene. And again, it's another horror movie. So I feel like I'm doing okay You're so doing far. doing pretty good, Tony. It's going to make up for some of the ridiculous ones I have <laughs> later. Yeah, I don't really have any ridiculous ones. Mine are all pretty macabre. So <laughs> my next one, you're going to laugh at the movie choice, but you've got to admit there are really good death scenes as Final Destination. I haven't seen it. Wow. Okay, so I've seen actually, I think, all of them. I think I've seen one of the later ones and it was okay. terrible. Yeah, no, the later ones get ridiculous. I know Four these and are five. cheesy horror movies that people... Yeah. Actually, they're quite popular. They made well, like five of them, Well, right? it's because the story was unique. It's this thing you can't fight against. You right. cheat death. The idea is, you know, these four people don't get on a plane. The plane explodes and then death comes after them in the most awful ways possible. And there's no way and to escape. And there's no it. way to escape. And there are two particular death scenes in number one and two that were just so gruesome. I'm going to try to explain it to you and our listeners for those that haven't seen it. There's a girl, she's like, you know, making popcorn in the kitchen or something. And then there's this noise and she goes towards the microwave and it literally explodes in her face and a piece of glass jumps into her throat. She starts bleeding to death. She runs backwards. Then um, another spark flies. Her kitchen goes on fire. She falls down. Then she, she reaches up for an, for a, for like help or like to grab something. And then like kitchen knife falls on her into her stomach. Jesus Christ. It's brutal. And then the other one um, is this really mean bitchy girl gets locked in a tanning bed and literally fries and explodes. Oh, that's gnarly. It's so gnarly. I mean, that's what these films are known for is these really gnarly deaths. That's why they're almost comical right. because they're also very sort of unrealistic. Well, it had to make the list then, right? Yeah, it had to make the list. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Again, I remember seeing one of the later ones and it was like, yeah. Meh. No, I'd say if, if you're going to watch any just for the pure, you know, entertainment of that little series is watch number one and two they were pretty decent final destination yeah final destination one and two all right well my next one is a total classic it's jaws and it's specifically uh robert shaw the shark hunter as Qu- he's quint mm-hmm. when that when the uh the shark basically eats him whole yeah. at the end on the boat yeah um, man, that was etched in my memory. It really is gruesome. And that film's like, Because it's what, quite slow. PG rated or something. <laughs> How he but, eats him. It's like... Oh, that. so slow. Well, it's a big mechanical shark as well. And it's one of the only main scenes where you really get to see the shark as well. But his scream as it's literally just yeah. dragging him in, it basically eats him whole. Yeah was really gnarly and really memorable. Yeah. So that's George. I didn't want to swim in the ocean or a pool for about a year after that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I don't understand why the pool thing, but still. <laughs> it's water. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, that's a very water. good choice. It's water. <laughs> water. It's a very good choice. My next one, you'll be proud of me, is American Psycho. Oh, it was on my list and I took it off. Okay, so I remember. One? I love this movie. Now, this it's particular amazing. scene was so creepy and i'm going to describe it in detail so it's it's when he kills jared leto i Good, believe that's it the is. one that was on my list yeah so yeah. he he he's like got him in his apartment he's he's got him drunk and he's like chit-chatting to him he goes out of the room jared leto sort of notices he's like oh why do you have newspaper on the ground yeah he's got like plastic yeah. all over the place and then he walks in from behind him is put on this really like creepy like jazz music it's Huey Lewis in oh, the news yeah. he's explaining one of their 80s albums that's in like right. detail that's right and then he comes back in and he's like why are you wearing a raincoat and he's like got you know the white yeah, cover to all cover on. up his suit and everything yeah and he's like 
yes. He's like, are you wearing a raincoat? Yes, I'm wearing a raincoat. And then he gets the, the axe from behind and just, you know, like bashes him to pieces. Hacks him to hacks pieces. Hacks him to pieces and then kind of like laughs maniacally. And it's so creepy and weird. It's creepy and funny. Yes. In a weird way. That's but why American awful. Psycho, it, that film blindsided me because i didn't know what it was and i i love that movie it's a brilliant because film. the dark comedy and humor while it's so sick and twisted yeah is brilliant and christian bale oh my god he is phenomenal but yeah. i'm so happy you had that because i took it off oh. because my list was too long i love that yeah. scene and again these are things that i i thought of yeah. and I, I some of them i'm not gonna lie i rewatched in it you know again to get it fresh but i was like what what really comes to mind i was like oh my god that scene that it's was so memorable epic. and honorable mention to him stuffing a poor little kitty cat down a cash machine <laughs> <All> <laughs> remember <right>. that scene <laughs> made no sense no. whatsoever <laughs> oh gosh yeah no that's so brilliant good. yeah okay american psycho all right, so this is where it's going to get off the rails. You're going to laugh Uh-oh. at me. This death scene um, is one of the first death scenes I remember watching as a child that has haunted me to this day, okay. which is Artax in The NeverEnding Story. I can't believe you're doing this to me, Tony. How but, could you bring that, that up? Is that on your list? No, but it's so awful. That's what I mean. So It's so traumatizing right, as a, a tray, child. A Treyu's horse, they're trying to go through the swamp of sadness. And Artax gives in. And that whole scene is like, don't give in, Artax. Don't give I in. I can't no. believe you're going I through the you. horse dying. I, I can't survive without you. And Artax is just depressed and he gives just in from under. sadness. And he drowns in the swamp of sadness. And oh my God, I watched that when I was like three. And oh then I God. watched it last year at 40 years old and was still a complete <laughs> mess. Everyone's a mess. It traumatizes me. To my core. You did you see the meme on Facebook like a week ago? No. Where it's got the picture of him like Artax going down. It's like the scene that ruined your childhood. That's right. It's so true. It's I, by the awful. way, I love that movie. But oh yeah. I, so and at least what, at the yeah. end, you know, it all he goes comes better. Back. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Anyway, Artax, man, the never-ending story. I can't believe you brought it, that oh, up. So sad. But very good movie, Death. Gotta say. Yeah. Very good. All right, my next one. I'm going to the core of Halloween. Halloween. Okay. So the original Halloween one Curtis. with Jamie Lee Curtis from 78. She is Linda. And the best death is her friend. No, sorry. It's Laurie. And her friend Linda is staying basically in her house with her boyfriend. Okay. So. Um, I don't remember this film. M- Michael Myers. No. Well, it's very, very basic. You know, he, he, he escapes as usual. Uh, he goes to find her and it's all creepy. It's Halloween night and um, Jamie Lee Curtis is babysitting a kid. Right. And he's gone to look for her at her house and her, you know, ditzy friend, high school friend and her boyfriend are staying at her house and they've gone upstairs to have sex. There's quite a lot of nudity As you in do it. In yeah, horror movies. exactly. No, you see boobies and everything. Boobies. <laughs> She's the the friend is like lying in bed, and the boyfriend's like, I don't know, I want to go downstairs get something to eat or something. Right. He goes downstairs. It's really dark. It's actually two deaths that are both really wicked in that film. So he's literally um, in the shadows in the kitchen, and it's really dark. And you see the guy like opening cabinets. And then you like see the side door sort of fluttering and all right. this stuff and the music's going. And then you're he very tur- descriptive. It's good. He, Keep going. I watched this last year in the outdoor movie with Serena. Okay. And then he turns around and the, 
he he not he lifts him with one hand really high up he's above huge, him he's Michael huge Myers, isn't he? and he lifts him and lifts him and the guy's like he's strangling him and then he stabs him really hard into the cabinet wow. and hangs him there so nice. then then he slowly walks upstairs this is the best one though okay. and she's like naked in the bed and um he, then the door opens and there's a man with a white sheet standing there like looks like a ghost okay and she's like Oh, she thinks it's it? her boyfriend. She thinks it's the yeah. boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And she's like talking to him, talking to him, and like then pulls the cover down to show her boobs more and is trying to be sexy. And then she's like, oh, blah, 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 fine. Oh, you know, I better call Linda and let her know everything's fine or something and turns around to call uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Where is Jamie Lee Curtis? She's while babysitting at another house oh, got it. with okay. a little kid. <laughs> okay. Which, um, anyway, you know, that all goes mad, obviously, later. But then, anyway, she's like on the phone. And then he comes from behind, grabs the phone wire, because it's, you know, a 70s phone, and strangles her with it as she's on the phone. And Jamie Lee Curtis hears her die. Gnarly. It is one of my favorite movie deaths in a horror movie. Okay, well, that's Halloween, so that's very fitting. Okay, good. So my next one, I'm going super cheese. But you are going to agree with me that this movie scene is, this death scene is so memorable. Deep Blue Sea. Samuel L. Jackson. (laughs) So good. That film is so dumb but fun. But I enjoy it. Oh, absolutely. And the first half, actually, it's maybe the first 20, 30 minutes of that, you think Sam Jackson is the big hero. And these hyper-intelligent sharks have been let loose. And this Thomas Jane is actually the main guy in it, but he was kind of unknown there. And a British actress who's a total babe called Saffron Barrows Mm -hmm. is the other main girl. But it's kind of headlined as a Samuel L. Jackson movie. It is, because he was the one that was known already. Right, so then he's like... Right by this, like, watery... it's not Samuel L. Jackson, it's Cuba Gooding Jr. No, it's Samuel L. Jackson. Are you sure? 100%. Oh my God, I'm yeah. so confused. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and he gives this entire speech about how they're all gonna band together and they all need to kick these sharks' butts. And while he's doing this, this big shark comes out and eats him right. whole. That's it's right. like the most memorable death scene. Um, and I, I've always remembered that scene. It's so comical, but it's so hilarious and it completely throws you for a loop. Yeah, and I remember before that, he's being like hunted by the shark and he's got that bird that's his friend. Like there's a- That's another, I know who you're talking about. That's another actor. It's someone- Oh, that's what someone, I'm confused yeah, about. Yeah, someone like not uh, common, but uh, he's a, who's the guy who does the Grammys every year? I thought it was Cuba Gooding Jr. No, that's it's a rapper. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Cuba <laughs> yeah, Gooding Jr. Get away from Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, it, he, Ice Cube? No, it's the guy who does that show with uh, Chris O'Donnell. We're oh. on a tangent now, but the okay. NCI Los Angeles. Okay. It's that guy. Okay. Uh, he, he And he hosts the Grammys like every single oh, yeah, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry. I know exactly name. what yeah. you mean. And that's who I was thinking of. But yeah. now I remember what you, Yeah, Samuel yeah. Jackson. I remember. That's right. Yeah, so Sam Jackson is only in like the first 20 minutes, but he was a huge star after Pulp Fiction and stuff. And then he dies in that really memorable death scene. That was scene. a brilliant death yeah. scene. Sorry to go off on a tangent, but That's I do okay. love that movie. She loves Cuba Gooding and so <laughs> do I. Apparently I do. not in this movie. Yeah. Oh, now it's killing me who the other guy is. But I yeah. I can't remember his name. Anyway. Okay, good. So my next one, I'm going again for a slasher, but it's got some really wicked death scenes is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, yeah, that does, actually. So when, Actually, that, even though that's a cheesy, campy horror movie, I enjoy that because of the it's cast. It's fun. Yeah, the yeah. cast. I mean, they've all gotten big. Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Phillippe. Um, Jennifer Love Jennifer Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> and her boobs. And who's the fourth Freddie one? Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr., that's yeah. right. 
Um, anyways, so the best one, in my opinion, is so there's a scene where Sarah Michelle Gellar, who's like the, you know, kind of prom queen princessy one, she's in a pageant. Mm-hmm. And she's like presenting at this pageant and they've already been terrorized by the man with the hook, the fisherman with the hook. Right. And she's really, they're really on edge. And basically her boyfriend, Ryan Phillippe, is standing up in like the, um, behind this, uh, like the rafters up above when you have a theater, like it's sort of a, like a fence thing. And she can kind of see him and she's looking up, she's looking up and the lights bla- like blaring in her, glaring in her eyes and then suddenly she sees the fisherman behind him and oh, yeah, sees that's him a, get gutted. That's a great scene. And, and she isn't she screams. acting and everyone thinks she's really good? Correct. And she screams and they all grab her like they're, they're clapping. And then anyway, it's so creepy because she can't do anything you know and watches her boyfriend of? die. I was thinking of Anna Faris parodying it in the <laughs> scary movies where she's like giving like the performance oh, of a right. lifetime because yeah. they parody it they do. In, in the scary movies. That's right. Um, but you're right. It's a great scene. I love that scene. By the way, the actor is LL Cool J. Oh my gosh, I can't believe. Deep Lucy. I can't yeah. believe we didn't remember that. Yeah. Duh. That's, that's who it is. Of course. Okay, that's great. That's a great pick. Okay, this is my favorite movie death scene, probably period. It's not horror or science fiction, but it's Roy Batty from Blade Runner. It, it's a... Of course. It, you know, I, I've gone on a roll about this. I've, uh, you know, you've allowed me to do the uh, Tears in the Rain speech many times on Please the podcast. Don't do it again. So I won't. Um... But you know, although you're really good at it, yeah. But I won't. He's a replicant. He only has five years to live, and in the end, he basically opts to save Rick Deckard, which is Harrison Ford's character. And he just says, "Time to die," and he just expires as this dove flies away from his hand. It's just a beautiful, haunting death scene. I just had to mention it on any list of movie deaths. That's Blade Runner and Roy Batty, played by Rutger Howe. Yeah, very valid. My next one, maybe not a surprise to you, is Jurassic Park. Ooh, which one? The toilet death scene. First. Oh, from the hunter guy, right? No. Oh, no, no. That's the accountant that's the, or lawyer. Yeah, or so he's like the creepy lawyer. Yeah. And he, Jonathan Price he runs off like a scaredy cat. Yeah. Sits in the toilet while the, you know, the T-Rex is coming. He leaves the children. And as, you know, his karma, the t-rex it, the, it, like the toilet breaks down it's, it's all made of wood and he's <laughs> sitting on the toilet it's t-rex gnarly. like well yeah. the t-rex like sort of looks at him and then just like bites like, him in half dumbass. yeah he does he like bites yeah. him in half it's gnarly it's a brilliant death scene but then also uh the other death scene i love in jurassic park and obviously this is number one the original the, the rest are kind of dead to me um is with the uh the one you were talking about it's actually the warden of jurassic park he's gone to he's covering ellie while she runs to basically get the electricity back on right and he's like uh we're being hunted and it gets all scary and he's like hunting a raptor and he thinks he's got her and then the other one comes really fast from the side and eats him yeah good choice very good choice Okay, good. So here's another one that, as you know, uh, this movie death emotionally has probably had one of the biggest impacts on me, which is Goose in Top Gun. Of course. You know, so, I mean, Goose is, you know, I mean, he's Maverick's wingman, you know, and he's the good guy. And they're like brothers. 
and Maverick. I mean, Maverick didn't actually screw up, but they're they're doing all these uh, yeah. maneuvers. It wasn't actually Maverick's fault. The actual scene when he dies, but the cockpit explodes. Yeah. There's something faulty with the ejection, and uh, they eject, but um, Goose basically, I think, had died already on the explosion, and he floats down in the ocean, and Maverick grabs him, and he's like, Goose! Goose! Anyway, I won't do the whole thing. It's really um, sad. But he's just cradling him. He's already dead, um, and it's so goddamn traumatizing. <laughs> it so, was really, yeah, really that's sad. Goose in Top Gun. Fair enough. Okay, I am going with... Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's the next one on my oh, damn excellent. list. You're talking about the Nazis. Do you want? Well, the the face explosion. Of course, right? face you want melting. Ta- no, you no, ladies it. first. No, you go. take it. You're probably no, better at no, it than go. me. You're better at it than me. Well, all right. Fine. I'll take the one after. So Harrison Ford with Karen Allen are tied up. Yeah. And he realizes they're gonna the Nazi bad guys basically have won. They've got the Ark. Yep. And they're with this evil archaeologist guy who's you know stolen it. And when they open up the Ark, um, there's this huge bright light. And then Harrison Ford's like, "Oh shit! You know, oh snap! Something's gonna go down." So he says, "Close your eyes, avert your so eyes." So don't look at it. Yeah, don't look don't at them. Don't look at it because it's these weird ghostly things yeah. that come out. Yeah. So they obviously the Nazis and the bad guys look at it and. Oh my god! It's still so it's still creepy. effective because it fries their brain and it melts their brain and the heads explode. But like the special effects are really good I for like something from the eighties. Like their face melts down, their eyeballs pop out, and then their heads just go. Pfft. It's so gnarly, and it's in a PG film. Oh, totally! I watched that when I was like five. It was so scary it's awesome i remember i went to bed and i was like mommy i'm scared i won't lie i loved it i mean I it's also scared. nazis so i was like yeah, take totally. that you nazi bastards uh, but that's a great scene that's fantastic sure. yeah good one okay good my next one is lost boys Ooh, so great movie which scene the ending scene there's this like super creepy vampire obviously they're all vampires after them but i forget the name of that vampire it's not the main guy the, David, yeah, which is the blonde. Sutherland, yeah, it's not Keith yeah. Sutherland. It's like his, I think it's his wingman or whatever. It's a guy okay. with black hair. I don't remember his name, but the they're in the house okay. and they're, he's like creeping around after them. And then Corey Haim, it is yeah, right. Corey Haim. Corey Haim shoots him with an arrow. The arrow propels him into a stereo system. The stereo oh, system yeah. explodes and starts sparking and, all the and music, playing music as he music. dies and then explodes. That's and a like great death Body scene. parts go everywhere. It's brilliant. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great scene. I love Lost Boys, but that scene especially is, because it's funny and gross. It's such a campy classic. It, it really is. That's a great pick. Okay, um, my next one is Dennis Hopper in True Romance. So that's Brilliant like one scene. of the most moving death scenes. It goes on You're for going like, all passionate on me here. It goes on. Well, I told you, I just don't have a lot of horror. <gasps> it goes on for like 12 minutes. He's shot in the head by Christopher Walken. And the only so scene that Chris sad. Walken's in the film where he tells the whole story, you know, Dennis Hopper does to Chris Walken about how, you know, where Sicilians were spawned from, you know, um, it's too politically incorrect to talk <laughs> about, but it's an incredibly moving scene because Dennis Hopper knows he's screwed. Um, and then it's like, I'll take that cigarette now. And then Chris Walken like sh- blows his head off. And he's like, I haven't shot a man in 27 years or something like that. Yeah. Incredibly memorable death scene yeah. from True Romance. Absolutely. Very, very good one. And by the way, that's like on the top of many I'm sure. Lists. Yeah. It's a classic. <laughs> yeah. Total classic. Okay. My next one, also a classic in the horror genre is Carrie. 
Oh, God, yeah, definitely. I actually see that's a horror movie I really like. So I'm specifically talking about, obviously, the final scene where she, she like massacres is on stage. everyone well from? it's very specific um i'm actually you can kind of kill me i'm talking about the remake i mean the scene is the same Many. here's the thing i haven't seen the original can you rectify that i know it's one of the many Look, we watched the remake together in the yeah, and I, I enjoyed it it's okay but yeah. you need to watch the original okay but this scene let me finish and i think it's copied directly off the scene yeah. you can tell me if i'm wrong she obviously gets pig's blood poured all over right. her that's the then starts scene. going absolutely psycho masters up all this energy and it like explodes the place right. but she's telekinetic she's telekinetic and then starts um, basically, but individually, like killing people. Like one guy gets thrown into the bleachers and split in half. Yeah. The one guy who girl who's torturing her, she sets her on fire and yeah. then like shuts the doors and watches people burn. I mean, it's it's really she massacres gnarly. everyone at prom basically. Almost. Yeah. I mean, and I think that one they let some people go right. in the scene, but it's really gross. Yeah. But it's brilliant. Yeah, I don't really remember the uh, the remake. Uh, the original is gnarly, and it pretty much plays out the same way. Yeah. Uh, just she's so she's had enough. She's so mad. She's enraged. She has no control. She's not even trying to kill a specific person. No. What's really it's just an explosion of all her her anger. What's really sad about the original one that I always remember as one of the deaths is she kills this teacher yeah. that really is kind yep. and good to her. That in happens the original, in that one too, almost yeah. accidentally, and it's really gnarly. Yeah. Uh, but Carrie, that's a, a great choice. Okay, good. So proving I'm really not a horror buff, I'm going to do another <laughs> science fiction movie. But this is one of the most memorable movie death sequences to me, which is Han Solo and The Force Awakens. I thought that was Aww. so good. Uh, Harrison Ford, who, you know, by the way, I don't know, some fun trivia. He always wanted to kill off Han yeah. Solo. He wanted him to die in The Return of the Jedi. But because Han Solo was so popular, the producers wouldn't let that happen. So it was apparently in his contract yeah. that if he returned, the character would be killed off. So there was a lot of rumors and speculation happen, about yeah. that. And they tried to keep it kind of under wraps. Um, I still think it was incredibly effective. I mean, he's killed by his own son, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, yeah. played by Adam Driver on this big chasm and bridge. You kind of see it so coming, epic. but it was you so do well coming, done. You, you know, and also remember Kylo Ren's like, I now know what I have to do, but I don't have the strength to do it. Will you help me? And he's like, yes, I'll do anything for my son. Uh, and then he freaking, you, you know, you think he's going to give him his lightsaber and then he ignites it through him. Han Solo's heart and chest. What really haunts me about that death scene that I thought was so brilliant was the way Han Solo touches yep. Ben Solo's face and just looks at him like, oh, fuck, you're still an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And then falls to his death. Yeah. It, I think it's incredibly it's done and incredibly moving. Yeah. And Harrison Ford got his way, man. Yeah. I remember we all, we watched that together. We were all crying. Oh, and by we the way. We all burst into tears. Yeah. So since we're on Star Wars, I have to also plug Darth Vader. Of course. In The Return of the Jedi. Uh, he kind of dies nobly. Yeah. You know, saving his son, Luke Skywalker, from the Emperor. Um, I, I never understood why he died because he kind of gets electrocuted too. But like Luke Skywalker had just spent like 10 minutes getting I electrocuted. I think it's because he took his helmet off. Right. And he was like, I want to look at you with my own eyes. But why couldn't he see him through the helmet? I never <laughs> fully got that. Don't but ruin still, it. <laughs> um, Darth Vader, I got to throw that one in too. Yeah. Very good. Very, very, very good. Now, uh, this one haunts me. Um, 
whenever I think about it, I actually can't rewatch this movie very easily, which is American History X. Oh my the curb God, stump. the curb stump. So Edward Norton. For those of you who don't know, um, Edward Norton uh, plays this character called Derek, who's like a skinhead white supremacist, like a really nasty character. He's incredible He's horrible. in that movie. He's though. so good. And well, he's a nerd at first. Yeah. yeah. So this, um, um, I don't know, some something happens. The this African American guy tries to like steal his motorcycle right. or something. There's basically. robbers. They're burglars. Yeah. It's a group of them. And he, this particular guy, as his little brother is watching, which is Edward, Edward Furlong, Furlong. Yeah. He he gets him to you know he puts his, his mouth mouth on the, on the curb and. St- Stamps and you hear the crunch and he kills him and oh my gosh that that scene yeah. is so awful and edward furlong is looking at him like what have you because done? he worships his brother yeah. but he's so shocked yeah. um yeah i mean edward norton is incredible in that film that film i mean the performance is amazing it's such a rough movie yeah edward norton at first is like the, he transforms he's like yeah. this total kind of nerdy guy but then his Dad is a cop who gets yeah. shot by African Americans, so then he he gets kind of uh, brainwashed he goes, he goes into a bit these crazy, ways, yeah. and he then becomes this really buff, like white supremacist guy. And then, yeah, this group of African Americans try to rob the house, and he shoots and kills two of them. Yep. And then he does that curb stomp, which is so gnarly and infamous. Um, and then but he, he goes laughs to jail as he yeah, does it, as like it's so gross. He turns him. around and looks at Edward Furlong, and he's like smiling yeah. and laughing and you're like oh my god that's it's so gnarly awful. and then he goes to jail and he comes out reformed yeah and he's kind of a good character now but now edward furlong is all deep into the neo-nazi yeah. ways it's such a gnarly movie as a horrific ending yep only kind of fitting for the story watch it for the performance but yeah. you're right the curb stomp is <laughs> it's an very awful movie death. gruesome memorable movie <laughs> yeah. death okay good so how about this one for ruining our childhoods Oh, gosh. Mustafa. No! In the Lion Mustafa. King. Mustafa. James Earl Jones in The Lion King, killed by Scar, played by Jeremy Irons. Long live the king. By his own brother. His own brother. He knocks him into the canyon, right, where the stampede is. So sad. Oh, it's so gnarly. Every time, Tony. I cry And then he blames Simba time. on it. Yeah. Well, that's why how he makes him go yeah. away and run. Uh, that one I saw in the theater three times when I was a kid, and I oh it it, it destroyed me. Yeah, it's gnarly. That's it really a is very gnarly. very good choice, but so brilliantly done. So I so had to put that as done. a memorable. It's actually probably movie the death. best Disney death too. Well, they refer to it a lot now of this Disney complex, like the Lion King complex, where they <sighs> kill off a, a parent. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But I guess it happened all the way back in Bambi. There's another honorable mention, <laughs> right? That's a very good one. Okay, good. My next one was actually Psycho, so I will skip to... Oh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, which this one? This is the suicide. The warden blowing his brains out. Oh, okay, I, yeah. I'll tell you why I love that death. Or, God, this movie a, has a few. I know, but this, in terms of... Yeah, now you're right. But, but go ahead. It's my most memorable one from the film, also because that person is so evil the warden he's, he's so, so manipulative awful and, and disgusting you as a want human him being. to die so badly oh. and the fact that he then takes his own life because he's such a coward i felt like it was a ah, oh, like I, he got almost got away with it he it was almost did but on the other hand it's like he died with such shame right because the cops are all coming yeah. after they know the the whole place has been like 
run criminally. Yeah. So he takes the gun and he blows his brains off. Yeah. And I love the way it's done with his brains splatter yeah, all over the window. Yeah, and he, there's this music and he just yeah. has that that uh, expression on his face with realization of yeah. it's over. Yeah. And takes his own life. And that stuck with me. That's brilliant. So look, I have to mention the Shawshank Redemption because I had... And it's funny because I had a different one on my list, which then I took off because it was too long, which was the friend that Andy Dufresne um, schools and educates. Yeah. Um, but oh, then, that's awful. But then uh, you find out that he actually was in a cell with the guy who really killed Andy right. Dufresne's wife. And the warden knows. And he's like, and you're willing to testify? And he's like, yes, just give me that chance. And they shoot him yeah. and kill him. Because they don't want Andy him to Dufresne go Andy Dufresne in there because he's doing all their accounting for them. Yeah, and basically cooking the books or like, you know. That movie death is so memorable to me but then the old friend the I old know, guy who, who worked himself. in the in the book library yeah. and he had been there for 50 years so he gets released on parole and he's like 80 years old and he doesn't know what to do yeah. he's in the it's real so world so heartbreaking he's working in the grocery store he's in a half house he just doesn't know what to do so he says he writes blah was here yeah. and hangs himself yeah Oh, that death scene that was is awful. so that memorable. Was, that was really sad. So tragic. Uh, tragic. That film has several. It does. It's fortunate it ends well, but... Oh, yeah. You it's know. such a powerful movie, The Shawshank Redemption. Then. Yeah. Anyways, great movie deaths. All right. Your turn. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. You just added some from my movie. All right. Leon. Brilliant. The professional. Jean yeah. Reno. Uh, it's such an impactful death scene. The way it's done, the way the, so the cinematography is so brilliant because Jean Reno has dressed himself up as a fireman. The building's on mm -hmm. fire. He's trying to escape. He's going down this alley and there's this beautiful music playing and you see light at the end of That's the right. tunnel and you think he's going to make it. And he takes off the helmet and then all of a sudden Gary Oldman slides in behind him. He plays the villain, That's Norman right. Stansfield, who's like this detective who's really corrupt. And then it changes point of view to the gun following the back of his head and then all of a sudden all you see is the perspective of as he's getting closer and closer to the bright light it the camera topples That's and right. basically um he's been shot in the back of the head and then uh norman stansfield the villain played by gary oldman just like leans over him he's like you fucking asshole you know and he's like you know, Norman Stansfield. And he's like, yep, that's me. And he's like, I have a message from Mathilde. And then he opens up his jacket and it's full of bombs. And <laughs> Gary Oldman's like, ah, oh, shit. And it blows up and yeah. he kills him and everyone. It's actually a brilliant death it's too. It's a brilliant death scene <laughs> and a really, you know, sad one. Heartbreaking. Especially yeah. when the, doesn't a the little girl run in and, and sees him dead? Or No, no, she, she doesn't because she's escaped by oh, them. Oh, that's right. But the, uh, the the mobster guy tells her he's that's dead. Right. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Um, beautiful. It's tragic and yeah. beautiful. It was a brilliant movie and that is tragic. Uh, my next one is on the silly horror genre. You are not a huge fan of this film. I love it. Cabin in the Woods. Oh, right. Yeah, it's okay. So the great, uh, there are some... The great thing about the death scenes in this movie is they're very different right. because it's obviously such a quirky, interesting, weird film in terms of how people die in this film. Um, the first one, um, basically Chris Hemsworth, who is my boyfriend. That's right. He's in this movie. Yeah, and he's super hot in this movie. And he's there's, super hot in every movie, isn't and he? And there's a girl called, his girlfriend is the character is Jules. It's played by Anne Hutchinson is Don't the actress. Her. She's a pretty hot blonde, blonde hot yeah. blonde nice boobs yeah, nice boobs you definitely see those and they're like <laughs> <laughs> this they're in the forest i mean how is this for a combination of you know 
the the worst setting for being murdered. They're in the forest in the dark, starting to have sex on the floor. You know, she's naked in her panties. And then suddenly the zombies come like from behind her and like he gets grabbed in the back by this awful, I don't, what do you call those things that are like, they, you throw them and they have spikes and it basically gets him in the back and yanks him backwards. And then she gets basically ripped in half and gnarly and her head gets cut off. Jesus. Yeah. There you go. You like the really like outrageously <laughs> gruesome death scenes, Jenny. <laughs> I'm a horror fan. I don't know what to say. I think it's like a weird, okay, version of art in a really <laughs> fucked up way. I guess so. See, that's just never been my thing. Okay, so let's talk about a really fucked up death scene and it's so memorable. John Doe 7. So this is oh a double gosh. whammy because it's obviously the final climactic scene um, where Kevin Spacey is John Doe, and he's turned himself in, and he takes Morgan Freeman and uh, Brad Pitt to this destination out in the middle of nowhere uh, to reveal the final, like, you know, murder person. Anyway, to cut a long story short, it's the final two deadly sins, which is envy and wrath. And that's the whole, what's in the box? Because he, yeah, so he takes Brad Pitt out on his own. Morgan Freeman goes to this FedEx truck who arrives out of nowhere with a box. He opens it and it's fucking Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the box. But you never see it, right? You never see it. So that's That's the funny thing about that scene. Here's what's so incredible about the scene. There's no gruesomeness. There's no blood. There's nothing like that. It's It's, awful. It's all the atmosphere and it makes it even worse. Yeah, Because you know what's in there. They don't even say her head's in the box. No. You just they know don't. it. Because Kevin Spacey's like, oh, yeah, she cried for you and her life and for the child inside her. And he's like, oh, you didn't know. You know, and then Such Brad Pitt basically kills John Doe, blows his head off. So that's the death. But then the double whammy is obviously Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the box and envy and wrath. So And he wins. He achieves... Yeah. His seven deadly sin murder routine. Anyway, so spooky. Such a good one. That's a brilliant pick. Um, My next one comes from a very cheesy horror movie, but the scene is awesome. Urban Legend. I haven't seen it. You've never seen Urban Legend? Jared Leto as well. Urban Legends. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's. um, That's okay. This is a a really cheesy slasher movie. Okay. But I enjoy it. Okay. It's a guilty pleasure. It's a total guilty pleasure because it's like high school. Um, you know, really urban legends, yeah, you know, urban, basically. Uh, early 2000s, I remember it came out. So the first opening scene is the one I'm talking about. It's a really great scene where basically this, you know, hot girl is driving in the rain and she stops at this creepy gas station and she's, you know, there to get gas, obviously. And there's this really ugly, long-haired, um, like, guy who works there who, like, knocks on her window and you're, like, all freaked out. And he's, like, trying to say something to her and she's like what what and he's like come inside your card isn't working or something right and she goes inside and then she sees something that like spooks her and she runs back to her car he's running after her and you're like oh my god get away get away and she like gets in the car all freaked out and starts driving and you see the guy from the gas station yelling there's someone in the car behind you. He was trying to help her. He was trying to help her, which is one of those creepy urban, le- urban legends, right? And then you, it's too late and she gets axed from behind. Jesus. <laughs> it's a brilliant scene, though. 
Wow. Oh, and there's a horrible one in that where a dog gets blown up in the microwave. Aw, don't hurt the dog. Well, you hurt the horse. Uh, well, I didn't hurt the horse. I didn't hurt the dog. Isn't that a weird thing? Whenever animals I know. get killed it's so or much hurt, worse. like John Wick, that's why that movie works so well for oh. me because it's all for that adorable puppy. beagle puppy. I know. And the way that puppy crawls <laughs> over to him and yeah, dies yeah, yeah. next to John Wick. I hate that Make, But it makes that film a hundred times better to it me does. than the second one. It's the so second justified still bad that he goes psycho. Oh. All right, so here's a super cheesy one, but everyone will agree. It, I mean, it's gut-wrenching. Macaulay Culkin in My Girl. That's a brilliant one. by the bees. Yeah. Oh, it's I, so I mean, awful. it's so awful. I think the death scene is actually off camera. It is. But then well, you see him fall. Right, and then he's in the casket at the end, and yeah. the girl, like, breaks down. It's Anna Klumpski, and she's like, Where are your no, glasses? Yeah, where are your glasses? Where you can't glasses? see with those glasses. Oh, I mean, I was a teenager, Thomas actually. Thomas J. I, she's like, I where are your glasses, yeah. Thomas J.? Oh, so, so sad. sad so sad that film is horrible because it's so sad it's other, I wept otherwise a good film and wept and wept <laughs> yeah so that's fortunately that my girl 2 is sort of like the movie that makes it okay because it. oh it's actually really cute because <laughs> oh. she kind of finds love as a 12 year old and it's really sweet oh, well they killed the love interest <laughs> in the popular one i know but anyway yeah that was traumatizing as a child yeah, indeed okay, okay my next one you may or may not have seen but it's uh, pretty brutal is the Bone Collector. Have you seen it? Oh, with Denzel An- and Angelina. Angelina Jolie. It's actually yeah. a decent film. It's a very good film. Yeah, it's, I don't it, remember the scene. It's, I thought it was actually uh, James Patterson, but it's not. It's along the same line of films, kind of that kind of thriller, same time period as Kiss the Girls, when all those were popular in the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, the Denzel is a cop that's basically bedridden, and he. Run, uh, uh, she's a newbie, like a, a green cop, and he walks her through how to investigate this awful serial killer, right. um, track him down. And one of them, I always remember because the guy, like, you know, he tortures him, cuts off a piece of his bone, and then lets the rats eat him. Oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's really it's awful. It's a pretty good film, though. Yeah, it's a good That's movie. Gnarly. It's That's gnarly, a but it, bad it's a way good to go. movie. Yeah. All right, so being eaten alive by rats. Yes. Nice. <laughs> okay, good. You may not have seen this one, uh, but a classic from like my teens, Ricky Baker in Boys in the Hood. Um, I so, don't think oh, I actually have. Yanni, this is Cuba Gooden Jr., your boy. <laughs> <laughs> my LL Cooper. He plays Trey. Um, this film's incredible. Uh, it, it's about, you know, Compton, LA. Yeah. Uh, it's about urban like gangs but it's so gritty and realistic it's Lawrence Fishburne Angela Bassett it's a a favorite of mine from my teens that this film is still fantastic I've watched it many times but it's about two best friends who grow up together um which is Ricky and Trey and um Morris Chestnut I think is the guy who plays Ricky but anyway he's this guy who's basically about to become like a a famous NBA player and get drafted. Okay. And him and Cuba just go out to get some milk, you know, um, and they're going to a store. But, they, you know, there's rivals with different gangs. And earlier in the film, they had almost got into I a scuffle with this. some people. Yeah. And it's just a random drive-by. And what happens For no is, purpose whatsoever? Well, because they don't <gasps> like each other. But basically, Cuba and uh, Morris, Trey and Ricky, run different directions kuba kind of gets away and and then they're walking down this long street and kuba's going one way and ricky's going the other and then the car comes out and there's a guy with a shotgun and it's all slow motion and then there's it's total silence 
and Kubagun Jr. just screams and shouts because he sees the cars mm. there. And Ricky turns around to run, but they're right in the line. Right. And they blow his leg off and then they just blow his stomach out. Oh my God. And kill him. What's so memorable about this movie death scene is A, it's so realistic and it goes on for like 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Because then he's just there cradling his dead body. And then Ice Cube, who's the brother, comes along and then they take him home and they lay him down on the you know the couch and his wife is there his kid is there his mum they're all screaming it goes on and on and on and it was like so impactful so it's a very memorable gnarly movie death scene definitely you actually just made me think of one it wasn't the next one on my list but it's along that same line so i'm gonna mention it don't laugh when i say the name of the movie it's Step Up. The oh, original there's Step Up. There's a step really up. harsh death scene. Is that with scene. Channing Tatum and yeah, so, Jenna Doom Tatum? Yeah, but now who was his Jenna wife. Doom. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but this I is actually, it. it's gut-wrenching. You would cry in this death scene. It's gut-wrenching. because well, take your word for it. <laughs> he has a best friend who's African-American and they're like, you know, brothers in the hood and, you know, they break open cars and that's kind of the story is how he comes out of that life and actually becomes a, goes to a dance school and okay. falls in love with a girl. But that, uh, that friend of his has a little brother who's about, I don't know, 13, 14, who really wants to be like them. And they're always messing with him. And like at the beginning of the movie, they um, get him to break up in a car that they know has an alarm. So he gets all freaked out and runs and they're laughing at him. Like they're all friends. One night, they, they're supposed to be like watching him and playing video games with him and they're like oh let's go dancing let's go to the club they go off the kid gets annoyed and follows them and when he follows them he basically jacks a cool truck that belongs to one of the like enemy gangs he thinks he's being all cool he's like a 14 year old kid thinking he's being all cool and he um drives in front of the club as they're walking out the, they come by and they kill the kid. They shoot him? They shoot him. Jesus. But they, 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 he's just dead instantly and his brother's holding him. It is so sad. My sister and I, when we watched this film, we were like, I can't believe that just happened in a dance movie. Yeah, I had it's no so idea. Sad. Now I might watch it. It's actually a really good movie. Okay, that's a memorable movie death from Step Up. <laughs> it's a good movie, the first one. Okay, so this is one of the most memorable movie deaths in books, in movies, Dumbledore. In Harry Potter. Of course. I mean, come on. Um, now, I did put Gandalf in Lord of the Rings as well because it was so impactful, but Gandalf he doesn't actually back. die yeah. in the books. Exactly. So it well, kind of took theory, it off. Well, in theory, so does Dumbledore in a way, but not really. Not really. No. I mean, he he is actually dead. Yeah. Um, Gandalf, the way it was done in yeah. Return oh of uh, uh, the Fellowship of the Ring was yeah. so emotional, which was crazy when you think about it because you know he's going to come back yeah, if you've read the books. Yeah, but you still books. cry like a baby. But Dumbledore in uh, Half-Blood Prince, you know, the, the death spell, Adava Kedavra or whatever it is, yeah. um, by Snape. On top of the you know, tower. Please. And he's saying, please, please. You think he's begging for his life, yeah. but he's begging Snape to, to do kill it. him. Yeah. And then he falls to his death. Uh, very heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And, uh, and then all the kids yeah. at the bottom and the, oh, it's oh. so sad. So that's Dumbledore, man. I cried in the book, cried in the movie. Alrighty. It was brilliant. Okay, my last one okay. is Georgie in It. Ooh, my God, the arm rip. 
Yes. <laughs> Gnarly. And that's in both, you know, the TV special and the new movie, which we're fans of. Yeah. Oh, it's you know what's so creepy about that scene is that it's this sweet, innocent little child playing with his little paper like a little boat. Five year old kid. You know, little no one paper safe boat. After that. It's in the rain, it's going down and you know, and, and then it's this, the opening scene. And then there's this creepy clown in the terrain and it turns you know, it turns into the monster and pulls hey, him in. Do you like oh, balloons? So <laughs> creepy. That that scene, oh, that oh, death. My name's Pennywise. You're Georgie. So now bad. we're not strangers. <laughs> oh, that. Oh. Uh, yeah, the whole sequence is incredibly done. It was spooky in the, the cheesy 90s TV movie. Yeah. But, oh my God, very effective and really gruesome because he rips his arm off yeah. and drags, drags the kid in. into the sewer. And you oh. know he's dead. You know there's no chance. He's oh, he obviously dead. He's very dead. Absolutely. Uh, so that, I think, is an extremely memorable movie death. Definitely from it. Okay, I'll, that's everything you've got? That's all I got. I'll roll through. I might through. remember more. But. Yeah, exactly. So if you think of any, tell me. And otherwise, I'll just roll through mine. Uh, Bunny and Clyde. You haven't seen that, of right? Of course. Uh, this film I tried kind to of, watch it. Well, this film was a bit of a benchmark for deaths because uh, Bunny and Clyde were riddled to pieces by like hundreds of bullets by cops. Um, and it, it's it's very famous how right. they were died. And uh, uh, Bonnie and Clyde, which came out in the 60s with, I think, Faye Dunaway and Warren mm-hmm. Betty, is kind of, a, was a groundbreaking film and a turning point for violence. So that scene where they are riddled to pieces is so gruesome. Mm-hmm. And this is a film from like 50 years ago. Wow. And it's still gnarly. Um, so I had to mention Bonnie and of Clyde. Um, okay, have you seen The Untouchables? Sean Connery's death. I still haven't. <laughs> you haven't seen The Untouchables? No. Then I just spoiled it for you. So Sean Connery is this like seasoned cop that like mentors Kevin Costner, who plays Elliot Ness, okay. and like helps him kind of take down Al Capone. Uh, but spoilers, I'm so sorry. He gets killed towards the end of the movie. Um, but the way it's done is so gnarly because um, Al Pacino, who plays, not Al Pacino, Robert De Niro plays. Ah, um, you did Al- it. What? You mixed them up. Oh, it's like the only time I've done it. No, that's amazing. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, Robert De Niro plays Al Capone, which is why I mixed it up. (laughs) Um, And he's at an opera. And while he's watching this opera, um, there's these uh, assassins basically sent with these big Tommy guns to Sean Connery's house. But the way they do it is they have people who burger burglar his house but then he chases them out to the front door Um. and they're out there with Tommy guns and they just riddle him to pieces and then as the opera music is playing Sean Connery is dragging himself across the floor covered in blood and the guy goes to tell Al Capone that he he's done and he's like crying from the emotion of the opera but happy that he died it's a gnarly scene and it always stayed with me and then there's another scene with Al Capone played by Robert De Niro where he's talking about teamwork and he's walking around this table with a baseball bat and one of his henchmen that has like screwed up something um he basically stops at and he bashes his head into death oh my gosh. it's such a gnarly scene it's very memorable wow so that's the untouchables i thought of another one if i may go for it thelma and louise it's the next one on my list <laughs> damn was, you Yanni. that's amazing it's like the only like female central well not really actually it's Lots okay of these are you can take it well, it was on least. your list. Yeah, I mean, it's the the climatic, everyone knows it. It's the climatic end scene. They don't want to, you know, 
be taken away by the cops and be in jail. They just want to kind of, you know, end on a bang. So they drive off the Grand Canyon What's together. What's so annoying? And it freeze frames. So you don't actually see them die, but you know, obviously, there's no way they're going to fly off. <laughs> and it's such an annoying movie death because honestly, I worked that one in my head so many times. They killed one person. Right. Who tried to rape Gina in Davis. In self-defense. Yeah. They wouldn't have even gotten life if they were yeah, put in prison. but after that, they had blown up that big gas truck. So- they had thrown that cop in the, in the back of the car. They had robbed places. I mean... Yeah, they okay. Bad, they were they, bad girls. They would have gotten time, but they wouldn't For have sure. gotten life. Right. They, they, you know, and it really it would have been like manslaughter maybe yeah. or in self-defense, something. And I kind of worked it through my head and I was like, they would have at least been in prison together yeah. and had fun in prison together instead yeah. of dying. It's a good point, but it's a movie and we can't change it. Can we? <laughs> we can. Anyway, that's Thelma and Louise. A uh, few more here. So Joe Pesci. He's got some gnarly deaths in Goodfellas. Yeah. It was very memorable to me when you think he's going to get made. Uh, but he uh, killed a made man. So basically he had to go down and he gets shot in the back of the head. Um, but the one that's from Goodfellas. But the one that really is memorable to me is Casino. That film is very underrated because it's another Scorsese film with Robert De Niro, with uh, Joe Pesci. And too many people just liken it to Goodfellas. Right. Now, I agree that Goodfellas is uh, superior. It's more rewatchable. Casino is like a four-hour-long movie. Right. But it's brilliant. And Joe Pesci does basically play the same role. But at the end, when he gets his comeuppance, it's him and his brother. They get beaten to death naked with bats and then buried alive in like the Nevada desert. It's such a gnarly death scene. I feel like I've seen it, but it was way too long ago. It is so gnarly. And like the way they they beat his brother and they smash his brother's face in in front of him with the baseball bat. It's rough. That just made me think of one. Um, You are going to have to help me remember the film. It's with Justin Timberlake. Is it called Dog? Alpha Dog. With the kid uh, in the desert, and he's like, he realizes died in that in real life, Anton Yelchin. Oh, it's Anton Yelchin. It's a true. It's based on a true story. They kidnap this rival gang's younger brother, and they actually all make friends with him. That's but right. But basically, they have to kind of kill him to like show that they are making a stance, and like they've all made friends with him at this point. But yeah. they f- they fucking shoot him with an Uzi. Well, what's and so bury him. sad is that he's like doesn't realize what's happening until the until the final seconds. Yeah. yeah. And then they they have are oh, so touching. That, that movie's scene. rough though. It's man. really rough. It's got all kinds of like Amanda Seafield, Anton Yelchin, yeah. Justin Timberlake's actually pretty good in that. Yes. Ben Foster is good in that. That's anyway. a whole, really harsh movie. It death. is. It is. Okay, I can't believe you didn't have this one. Uh-oh. Fucking Jack in Titanic. Come yeah. on, Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, I looked at that, but again, death. I was going for more gruesome Fine, ones. but come on. He froze to death because Rose wouldn't let him on the plank. The damn. It's not just the plank. It was a door. It was. It was it like was a an big entire door. door. And it does, what doesn't make sense is even if there wasn't room, she could have lied on top of him. <laughs> it right. doesn't make well, maybe any it sense. Or maybe it would have sank. No, that would have kept them warmer. I know. There are, like, there are videos about this subject. Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to roll through the that last That is an awful few. movie, Death 2, because freezing to death, that ain't pretty. No, not at all. It's gnarly. Okay, next one, Rocky Four Man, Apollo Creed. I haven't seen any. Ugh, really? Anyway. Other than the new one. So he gets killed by Ivan Drago um, in the ring, and basically he won't, um, Apollo Creed, is he's just too, he's too proud, and he knows he's going to lose, but he won't let Rocky call the, the fight and stop it. So he just keeps going, and Ivan Drago, played by Dolph Lundgren, 
kills him. Um, so in Creed, the new so movies sad. that are coming out that, that are out now, the second one that, is, that I saw is my, no, so I'm talking about the oh. one that comes out soon, oh, okay. which is Creed Two. Okay, um, Michael B. Jordan, who plays uh, Creed, he's he's fighting Ivan Drago's son. Ah, yeah. So it's pretty for nerds like me. It's pretty intense. <laughs> um, okay, good. good. You may not know this one. This is. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't put other war deaths, but this one's so memorable and iconic, which is Elias played by Willem Dafoe in Platoon. Um, It's so memorable. Well, actually, first of all, he gets shot by Tom Berenger, who, like, double-crosses him. But then it's a very famous scene where he's running in slow motion towards the helicopters. Mm -hmm. And this is an audio podcast, so people aren't going to be able to see what I do, but the the Viet Congs are just shooting him, and he flays his arms up in the air. Oh, is that the 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 thing on there? Yeah, it's Ah. it's like the front cover of all the the DVDs, Blu-rays, posters. It's very iconic. And that's the death scene of how he dies as the helicopters go off and his character dies. Um, It's pretty intense. I'm also surprised you don't have this one, Boromir in Lord of the Rings. I was going to put it. That's but again, I kind of death scene. I went more dark. I really did. That's pretty dark. Yeah, it's, he gets like three 15-inch arrows shot into his body by like it's the It's pretty orc. harsh, yeah. And he's like, "My king, I would have followed you. I would have worshipped you." Remember he says that to mm-hmm. Aragorn and he dies in his arm. Anyway, that's Boromir. That, that was, was pretty really intense, sad. played by um what's his name sean bean who mm-hmm. has i think the most movie deaths than he any does. actor apparently he dies in nearly everything he's it's good hilarious. at dying game of thrones <laughs> yeah. you name it and they're all pretty gory yeah I, i'm almost done and some of these are just fun but they're, they're memorable to me yeah um william h macy in boogie nights have you seen boogie nights i have that scene haunts me his wife is a porn star she's always just banging dudes around and he just cracks it's on like new year's eve and he just he walks into her room and there she is banging some dude again and he walks out the camera follows him he walks to his car pulls out something you don't know what it is he walks back to the room shoots both of them walks to the the big main celebration area where everyone's celebrating looks at them smiles and then just blows his head off wow so gnarly um, I don't remember that, that Nights, but yeah. yeah, it was good. And then uh, Pulp Fiction, Marvin in the car, you know, Vincent Vega played <laughs> by John Travolta accidentally shoots him. He's like, shit, His brains think, go everywhere. you went over a bump or something. Dude, you shot Marvin in the head. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, his brains just go over and, and uh, Quentin, Tar- uh, not Quentin Tarantino, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's perm. Yeah. <laughs> like he's got brains in his perm. It, it's so ridiculous and yeah. off the rails, but really funny as well. Yeah. Okay, and then my last movie death scene, which, come on, I think is a good one to close this on. It's very memorable, which is Hans Gruber. In That's Die a Hard. brilliant scene. Because the way it's done mm-hmm. and the look on, God bless him, Alan Rickman's face as he's falling off Nakatomi Plaza in slow motion. He's just like falling down. And the mm-hmm. look on his face is so weird and twisted. So brilliant. But I love that death scene. And it's I find such that a long. Very memorable. Yeah, it's such a long runway to that death scene. Oh, yeah. Because they fight back and forth for, for, you know, an hour and a half. That entire movie. Yeah, it's brilliant. Very All good right. one. Well, was that macabre enough? I think that was good. We had some action, some drama, thrillers. And I covered a, a good amount of horror. A lot of horror in there. Yeah, so yeah. you guys can still make a, you know, some uh, horror movie lists from that. There you go. Well, that was our Halloween episode, memorable movie death scenes. 
Everyone stay safe this Halloween. Celebrate. Have lots of fun. And we'll see you guys next time. Good night. Good night. Thanks again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. My weekly reminders, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. Also check out our GoFundMe in our Patreon pages and check out our website, TonyTheMovieGuy.com. All the links are below in the show notes. Have a wonderful week and have a happy and safe Halloween. Bye-bye.